Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. And I will pour out upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplication. And they shall look upon me, whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him, as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10. This is an Old Testament prediction, a prophecy of Jesus' crucifixion. We can see it clearly in what was spoken, but yet it mentions that when it happens, it will release to us the Spirit of grace. Did you know that grace is a spirit? If you didn't, then you're not alone. Because many today tend to confuse grace with mercy when they are actually not at all the same. It is because of mercy that we have the opportunity to receive grace. But grace and mercy are not the same. Mercy is not giving us what we deserve. But grace is a person, a presence that we do not deserve. On paper, the definition of grace is favor, power, and divine influence. Yet scripture tells us very clearly that grace is also a spirit. Well, that makes perfect sense because spirits influence. They do have power. And since this spirit is actually the spirit of Jesus, receiving it gives you favor with the Father. So if you want to truly break through the lies that bind you, then you need to stop looking at grace as an inanimate thing and start seeing it as the person of the Holy Spirit of your King. Grace is a person and should be loved and reverenced, not used and taken advantage of. Don't be fooled. God is not mocked. What you do, you will be held accountable for and how much more for what you do unto the Lord. That's why we read this very clear and starch warning in Hebrews chapter 10, verses 26 through 31, where it says that if we choose to sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there then remains no more sacrifice for our sins, but rather instead a certain fearful looking forward to of judgment and a fiery indignation which shall devour all of the adversaries of God. For he that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Therefore how much more sorer punishment suppose ye shall he be found worthy who hath trodden underfoot the Son of God and has counted the blood of his covenant wherewith he had been sanctified, an unholy thing. 
and in doing so has done despite unto the Spirit of grace. Therefore do we know him who said, Vengeance belongeth unto me, and I will recompense, saith the Lord. Again, the warning goes forth. The Lord will judge his people, and it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. This is why God so clearly warns us not to frustrate grace in Galatians chapter 2 verse 21. You don't frustrate an adjective, you frustrate a person. And to frustrate the Holy Spirit of Jesus is a very serious thing. We need to give it more reverence than we have been. Don't take the gift of the personal presence of the Holy Spirit of Jesus for granted. It is the very Spirit of grace. And you can grieve it. According to Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30. So instead, rather, commit to reverence it. Welcome it. Love it. Respect it. Be grateful for it. Sit and sup and visit and commune with it. As we have been commanded in the New Testament. Obey and follow its leading and convictions. Thank him daily for this great gift that has been given. He paid the price of his very life that you might have it. Don't waste it. Don't walk away from it. Don't neglect it. Don't assume that you have it, but rather daily pursue him, worship him, love him, humble before him, get to know him, come to understand that you are nothing without him. Jesus himself says this in John chapter 14, verse 15. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And if you do this, then I will pray to the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it does not see him, neither does it know him. But you know him. For he dwelleth with you right now, but yet later shall he dwell in you. No, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you, says Jesus. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, speaking of his crucifixion. But you will see me, because I live. And because I live, you shall live also. And at that day you shall know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I will be in you. He that hath my commandments, and keepeth them, he it is that loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him, and I will manifest myself to him. Yes, there is a condition given for the receiving of the Holy Spirit. The condition is that you don't grieve it with pride and rebellion. You have to keep his commandments. You have to choose to believe by faith the teachings of Jesus. You have to recognize that you need him. And daily seek him and follow his leading.
all of the grace of the kingdom of heaven, the fullness of the Godhead bodily indwelling Jesus, has been given to fill us and empower us, the very spirit of grace, to obey our Jesus. That's why the scripture also tells us that the grace that was given, that brings us to salvation, was given to teach us to live godly and righteously right now in this present world. This is also why Jesus told us very clearly that unless we abide in him, we cannot produce good fruits. We will dry up and we will die. We have to continue daily to draw from the wells of salvation To pull from the root the grace that is needed. Oh, Holy Spirit, come and fill us. Saturate us. Teach us. Lead us. Convict us. Empower us. To be obedient. To hear your voice. To follow its leading. To do the work of the kingdom. To allow you to live and to breathe through us. Putting our own lust and desires and flesh to death crucified, buried with Jesus, that we might be able to say that it is no longer I that live, but Christ in me, the hope of glory. And if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead live inside this mortal body, then shall anything be impossible? No, but you have to believe, to humble, to submit, to receive, to listen, and to follow its lead. And when you do, the Spirit of grace will move through you and do what no man can and bring God glory and validate Jesus and teach the world of him and produce the fruits of the Spirit while he does it. So today we come and ask to be washed by the blood of Jesus, to be forgiven of our sins. Father, we acknowledge that we need to be atoned, that we in and of ourselves have nothing to offer you, but we come in the name of Jesus, Yeshua, your son, who paid the price of his blood, that there might be a way made for us. Wash us, cleanse us, forgive us. If there's anything in your heart that you know you need to confess to him as sin, then you need to humble yourself right now and do it. And simply say, God, I know that I did this and it's contrary to your words and your teachings. Forgive me. Cleanse me. I renounce it. I break agreement with it. I need your Holy Spirit. Come, Jesus, indwell me, fill me. Remove every ungodly thing. Empower me, teach me, lead me, convict me, help me to walk in obedience to the things that you were willing to teach us even at the cost of your own suffering and sacrifice, at the cost of your life, at the cost of crucifixion. You were willing to deliver the gospel message. And today I'm willing to believe it. And to choose to walk in it daily. Though I know that in and of myself I cannot. I will come to you and ask for the grace. Ask your Holy Spirit to come and sup with me. To take control where need be. 
to teach, to lead, to guide, to open up the scriptures, to help me to understand, to read, to worship, to pray, to praise, to put away the lust of the flesh and the wickedness of this current age and all the things of the world that are displeasing in your sight. Lord, reveal to me what they are, that by faith I might choose to turn away from them, which is what repentance means, to walk away, to stop participating in it. And that when I do that in faith, crying out to you to save me from it, from the bondage and from the consequences of it that lead to death, hell, and damnation, then I also believe and receive by faith your Holy Spirit and the grace that it gives us to overcome all of the powers of the enemy. O Lord, for your glory, let it be done and let the testimony of it be shared with everyone so that their faith also might be stirred to believe what Jesus did and has spoken and that the spirit of grace has been made available to everyone that whomsoever would believe him not just believe in him because the bible is clear that even the demons believe and they tremble at his name but they did not believe what he had to say so today lord we don't just believe in you because that's not enough to save we believe you everything you did and everything you had to say. Come, cleanse, forgive, indwell, and overcome sin by the power of the Holy Spirit of Jesus living and breathing on the inside of me the grace that was promised. So that realizing today that grace is a person we can sing that old song with a whole new revelation and it will hit our spirit a little different when we say thank you God for your amazing grace this message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.